coming up on this episode of The Doctor's Pharmacy. Now we know that certain bacteria in the gut communicate with cells that produce these sleep-related hormones and Mm -hmm. neurotransmitters. So your gut cascade, your microbiome, has a huge impact on your sleep quality. Mm. And so now the question is, what do we do about it? Hey, everyone. It's Dr. Mark. You know, I'm all about the benefits of healthy fats, and I've had some patients find that a high-fat keto diet is the best way to support better cognition, lose some stubborn belly fat, and even reverse certain signs of aging. But I often hear them say that it can be really hard to stick to, especially if they have busy lives and they need food they can grab on the go. So when I found Perfect Keto, I was really excited. One of my favorite items from Perfect Keto is their nut butters. They're made with MCT oil, macadamia nuts, cashews, and coconut, and they're Plenty of healthy fats in there to keep you fuller longer. Plus, they have amazing flavors like chocolate hazelnut, almond butter and jelly, snickerdoodle, and macadamia vanilla, all formulated to taste great while keeping you in ketosis. My favorite is the chocolate hazelnut. I love that it comes in an easy resealable squeeze pack that's really handy for traveling. Their keto cookies are also a really tasty way to enjoy an occasional healthy treat. They went through more than 10 recipes combined with rigorous blood and ketone testing to make sure their cookies didn't spike blood sugar. Since turning my patients and friends on a perfect keto, I've had multiple people tell me they find it much easier to stick with their diet. I'm all about finding what diet works best for your unique body. But whatever it is, it's important to be prepared with different options so you don't get stuck in a food emergency. If you're trying keto, be sure to check out Perfect Keto Snacks and keep some of them on hand to help you stay successful. Right now is a great time to stock up. They're offering Doctors Pharmacy listeners 20% off plus free shipping with the code Dr. Mark. Just go to perfectketo.com forward slash Dr. Mark, that's D-R-M-A-R-K, and use the code Dr. Mark to get 20% off plus free shipping and make sure you try their nut butters and keto cookies. Now let's get back to this week's episode of the Doctors Pharmacy. Hi, everyone. I'm Kaya Perowit, one of the producers of the Doctors Pharmacy podcast. We all know that getting quality sleep is fundamental to our overall health and well-being. What you might not know is that your gut health plays a major role in your ability to get that quality sleep each and every night. Dr. Hyman sat down with sleep expert and host of the model health show, Sean Stevenson, to discuss the role that our gut microbiome has on our sleep. I want to talk about something that a lot of folks still don't have a big awareness of, and this is the fact that your gut and the health of your microbiome has a huge impact Whoa. on your sleep quality. So your poop and sleep are connected? <laughs> what a concept. In a way. Okay, let's dig into the, that one. Don't do the two together. <laughs> no, that's not you a good know, thing. That's called so That's, that's going to blow people's mind and even my mind. Tell us how the microbiome and your gut affects your sleep and what you can do about it. Absolutely. So let's start with a basic component. And I know, again, these are going to be things people have heard about before probably on your show. Yeah. But let's start with serotonin. Okay. So it's pretty well known. And by the way, there's more serotonin in your gut than there is in your brain. Exactly. So. <laughs> Upwards of 80 to 90% of your body serotonin is actually located in your gut, produced by your enterochromaffin cells, by yeah. the way. All right, so. Those are, those are special cells in your intestinal lining. Yes. Now, I'm just translating all the big words. He, See? <laughs> I like that. We're like flipping places because I would do this for you. So here's what's so interesting is that serotonin, we talked about melatonin being important for our sleep in mm-hmm. our circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Serotonin is a precursor or a seed to make melatonin. Mm-hmm. So already right off the bat, your gut environment, these cells in your gut are helping to make this compound that's related to your sleep quality. Mm-hmm. And with melatonin, this is what I wanna liken it to. It's like that manual gear shifter mm-hmm. for you to go through your sleep cycles properly and to mm-hmm. actually get recovered. You need melatonin to be produced. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back to that. So that's number one. 
serotonin. And you can't just take melatonin? I'll answer that in a moment. Okay, okay. That's right. tricky. Okay. So, well, I'll just, I'll just tell you. So I looked around because some of our colleagues would feel that, and this was just a theory, that if you take supplemental melatonin, it's going to reduce your body's ability to produce it itself. And that's actually, I couldn't find that anywhere. There was no evidence true. of that. What I did find was taking supplemental melatonin, taking too much or too frequently can downregulate receptor sites for melatonin. Uh-huh. So your body can still produce it, but the receptor sites that actually do something with the melatonin can get downregulated. So the key is there, but the lock isn't. Yeah. So you, we do need to be mindful of that and we can come back and talk about that. But here's the biggest probably aha moment, hopefully of this episode is that it's not just serotonin that's producing the gut. And so check this out. And I just came across this. I'm gonna share this with you today. This was in the World Journal of Gastroenterology. Listen to this. They found that there's upwards of 400 times more melatonin in your gut what? than in your brain. Because you talked earlier about the pineal gland. That's what I was taught in school. It's produced by pineal gland in the story. This study found that you can actually have a pinealectomy, which is a removal of your pineal gland, which I don't recommend, by the no. way. Don't do that. But it's like a frontal lobotomy, you know, go go there. <laughs> and you don't and you don't actually lose those levels of melatonin that's located in your gut. Right? Wow. So you're a gut brain and a brain brain. Exactly. <laughs> and that that's that's something really important to understand too. Your gut is really it's often referred to as a second brain. You know, it's we can call it the enteric nervous system. There's like 30 neurotransmitters just like your brain. It's like a mass of nerve it's tissue. 60% of your immune system and yeah. most of the genes in vagus your body. Nerve and, as well. Yeah. That vagus nerve. So UCLA researchers found that the vagus nerve, which we thought was just kind of like the brain communicating more, telling the gut what to do. 90% of those, the, the communication from those nerve fibers from the vagus nerve to the brain is your belly, your gut telling your brain what to do yeah. in many ways. Totally nuts. And the, the other thing people should know is that when you're stress, not only is your cortisol high and you lead to more fat accumulation, stores belly fat, but it actually blocks your cell's ability to burn calories because the nerves from the vagus nerve help you metabolize your food, which is a relaxation nerve. It also uh, has the effect of, of decreasing absorption of nutrients. So not only are you not absorbing, but your, your, your metabolism just slows down, which is amazing. It's just because of the nervous connection between your stress nerves and your, and your relaxation nerves and all your gut function. So profound. Yeah. But this is just getting out of that isolation thinking. You know, mm -hmm. this is what I was taught in school as well. It's like, you've Well, got, that's functional medicine. The body's a system. Yes, everything yeah. is interconnected and it's just a beautiful symphony if everything's working well. So uh, Caltech researchers, to kind of get to how does this all connect? They discovered that, and this was just, I mean, it's been around for years, but this is more of a recent like, okay, meta-analysis. Now we know that certain bacteria in the gut communicate with cells that produce these sleep-related hormones and mm -hmm. neurotransmitters. So your gut cascade, your microbiome has a huge impact on your sleep quality. Mm. And so now the question is, what do we do about it? How do we protect or support our microbiome. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's going to help to improve your sleep quality. So let's just go through a couple. The the biggest thing in my opinion is avoiding things that mess it up. All right. So one of those would be eating processed foods. Mm. So that crazy amount of sugar has a tendency to feed pathogenic yeah, opportunistic bacteria. Bugs. Right. So that's one thing. Avoiding haphazard use of antibiotics. They have a place, 
but we shouldn't be using antibiotics every time you get the sniffles, no. right? And that's literally what, when I was a kid, just give them some antibiotics, right? We would even, like, if my mom had some antibiotics, you know, just totally negligent. Yeah, give them whatever's in the cupboard. <laughs> also, um, pesticides, herbicides, uh, rodenticides. Heavy metals. Yeah, these things, side literally means to kill, by the way. Yeah. But these have a pretty, because they're meant to kill small things, guess what your microbiome is made of, you know? And so. And how many millions and millions of people are taking acid blockers? which also terribly disrupts your gut microbiome. Yeah. Simply put, your gut microbiome must be healthy for you to be healthy, which is why functional medicine puts a major focus on the gut. Dr. Hyman recently spoke with his colleague at the Ultra Wellness Center, Dr. Elizabeth Boham, about the functional medicine approach to gut health. I call it the weeding, seeding, and feeding program. So uh-huh. like you weed out the bad things, it's, you yeah, seed it with the good things, and you feed it with good nutrients yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. it's really, it's, it's, so, it's so powerful. I, I can't tell you... Uh, you know, as a functional medicine doctor for the last 30 years, and you've you know been doing this almost as long, the the results you get from focusing on the gut mm-hmm. with so many conditions, whether yeah. it's autoimmune, or whether it's allergic, whether it's digestive, whether it's your skin issues like acne, eczema, whether it's your mood, whether it's yeah. weight metabolism, whether it's migraines, whether it's uh, Alzheimer's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. autism, ADD, it's just amazing when you start to focus on this. So let's break down the the five R program for everybody. So we got the remove. So yep. what are we looking at? We're removing removing unhealthy foods or or inflammatory foods for that person. So they can be food sensitivities, things yep. like gluten food and dairy, allergies, the big food ones. sensitivities, yeah. Right. And then we're removing and processed food and junk food. Oh yeah, right? that's for sure. Right. And sugars and you know um, excess sugar, which is feeding the wrong bacteria. Yeah. And then we're removing the unhealthy bugs on or or yeasts or viruses so or fungi. Yep. growth yeast overgrowth a parasite so you you remove then we replace but you might also remove things like um, heavy metals or right stress right. or right toxic people in your life or mm-hmm. whatever's giving you a stomach problem <laughs> right, right 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 replace means just to replace some of those digestive enzymes if needed um re-inoculate as so we- the replace also could be like prebiotics right so putting in the fibers to feed the gut and yep. to to actually maybe um use hydrochloric acid sometimes for people yep. who aren't digesting their food as they get older yeah or, and to help get them off of the acid blockers which you know we know are creating a, a, a lot of problems because we need that acid in our stomach to digest our food so re-inoculate giving all the good prebiotics and probiotics the good bacteria and all the things that feed the good bacteria and then the fourth r is repair how do you know what probiotics it take oh that's a great question <laughs> I want to know what are you prescribing? Oh, my goodness, that's such a that that goes on and on. We could talk about that for the next yes, hour. Yes, it's true, right? There's a um, lot, there's more and more probiotics in the market every day, and all have different roles and different functions. Yeah, and we're just sort of honestly, I think you know we've been doing this forever, but it feels to me like we're at the infancy of this understanding of how to yep. use these in medicine. Yep. So what? I mean, there's some great brands that I trust and I use all the time, but when when somebody is you know, doesn't maybe know what to do. Um, I'll say, you know, get one, get go to a reputable place, a reputable pharmacy, or or um, a good wellness store pharmacy, and and get a probiotic. You know, try it. If it makes you feel worse, then stop it. You know, um, because there's some there's some good bacteria that make people feel worse. Well, they have feel bacterial more, overgrowth. Exactly. You have bad bugs growing in there, and you put the good bugs in there. They have a fight. Yeah. And they cause lots and, of bloating. And so that means we just have to do more work before we can start it. Yeah. So. Um, 
So they got to re-inoculate and then yep. you got the... And then repair. Yeah. And that's the fourth R. So that's things like, that's like giving good protein, good amino acids, um, which are the building blocks of protein. To Sometimes repair. We'll, uh, yeah. To help repair that barrier, that, that, that coffee filter, right? We have to repair it with good protein. And sometimes we'll use amino acids like glutamine that help repair it. Um, we'll, we'll give more zinc, whether it's from food sources or as a supplement. Maybe we'll give some vitamin <clears throat> A, which also helps with healing that barrier. It's, it helps with healing the endothelium in the gut. Um, so those are things we will do to repair. And then, and then rebalance, right? That's the fifth R, which is really focused on managing our stress and how we're reacting to the world. Because we know that when our parasympathetic nervous system is engaged, when that calming nervous system is engaged through meditation and yoga and breath work, that our body has has the ability to heal. And it heals better when our body is 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 at, at rest. If you'd like to learn more about improving your sleep or fixing your gut, I'd encourage you to check out Dr. Hyman's full-length interviews with Sean Stevenson and Dr. Elizabeth Boham. If you enjoyed this episode or if someone you know could benefit from it, please share or leave us a comment below. Until next time, be well. Be well.